Gab and Girl Time contains explicit sexually mature themes and is intended for a mature audience. The opinions expressed here do not necessarily reflect the views of any platforms, sponsors, or social media. Ooh, I threw a little in there yeah. to go with your bang. Be special. You got fancy sound effects. I got fancy everything. Bruised tonsils. What's up, Gail? Your cholesterol. Yeah, my cholesterol. Mine is. Mine is not. I do you? It's funny that you say that because um, I've read that people with pear-shaped bodies, mm-hmm. as you have, I have more of a rectangular body. Hourglass-shaped yes. body, ma'am. It's just I happen to have a belly now in my elderly age. I have a two-and-a-half-hourglass figure. So it's just a little bigger pear. That's all. No, pears are small up top. I am not small up top. But go ahead with the pear-shaped body insult and tell me what happens. I'm not insulting you that that, uh, people with hourglass or pear-shaped bodies or big butts in general do not necessarily have cholesterol issues. Shit, I'm never going to have cholesterol issues. I got enough ass for everyone. Ass, 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 ass. It's a song. She gets it. Well, you youngins, you young people, and you're shut up. You're only five years older than I am. You are. I am. I'm having an existential crisis. I'm not really. I'm doing great. So yeah, we're about to get a new administration. Yeah. By this time this comes out. Day of. Dr. Doom's out of office today. It's the last day. Is he even showing up for things? It's pardon day, isn't it? I read somewhere where Melania is like, I'm not going to give you a tour of the White House, bitch. Really? Yeah. Well, I mean, been she's been there, there before. Yeah, yeah, but still. I know that that's It's not true. being a good hostess. True facts. I don't know. Lines were drawn in the sand. <laughs> Somebody. I guess. Cornflakes. It was like, really? Whatever. I don't know. I just hope that America holds this next administration accountable as well. You know they won't, but we would like to think so. You should hold all politicians accountable for their bullshit. Absolutely. Because I seem to remember something I learned in <laughs> something I learned in civics that said that those people, they work for us. They're public servants. I said, did, did I'm remembering that, that correctly, right? Well, you know, I don't know. Everything's changed topsy turvy. Apparently, yeah. um, thanks to the World Wide Web and social media, our American citizens have no idea how their own government works, but they're happy to adopt, uh, you know, it things from the very government that we flee from, you know? <laughs> it was like, like the very the very tyranny that we were supposed to escape. We're just like, yeah, yeah, put us back, you know, lock us back up. Let us 
you know, bow to the government. I'm very anti-government. Sorry. I mean, I'm not sorry. But, uh... Yes, government should be very, very small. I feel, yes. I don't under... They're not good stewards of our money, so why give them more money? That's like giving, you know, Skeeter, your crackhead Uncle Skeeter, the, you know... <laughs> How do you know my uncle? Put, put, that's like... <laughs> Like putting Skeeter as a power of attorney on the family fortune. Being like, here, just take what you want, Skeeter. You know, so. How are we going to hold these people accountable? Uh, get them off all social media and let them have their own government app where their constituents can, in real time, talk to them about this. I wonder why nobody's thought about that yet. I mean, because well, you sure wouldn't make been, any money off of it. Sure, it's been thought of, but they don't really care about what we think. They just want to tell us what to think, and then everybody jumps on the bandwagon, like, "Oh yeah, they're good looking. Surely they know things, or whatever." <laughs> oh yeah, that's a great idea. We'll do that without thinking about anything. I don't want to talk about them anymore. Fuck them all. Yeah, fuck them all. Because we have a guest today. We do. <laughs> Politicking. And we're going to talk about some stuff that I really love to talk about. And that's... Sex? Not only that. Oh. Makeup. Oh, you have something... Another interest? <laughs> what other interest matters I other have, than sex? I have no idea. Sex and drugs. Well... Okay. Yes, rock and roll. That too. Right? Yeah. And makeup. Always makeup. <laughs> Yes. Kitties and stickers. Back in my day. And candy. I wasn't allowed to wear makeup, and that was contraband for me. While other kids were hiding, like, booze and joints or whatever, I had, I hid cigar boxes full of makeup. Like, that's where I would go. All my babysit money went down to the Rexall drugstore, and uh, I bought lots of contraband. And I was always on restriction, so I would sit in my house... In, in my room, locked in my Restriction. room. Restriction. That means <laughs> do my makeup. you were grounded. I was grounded. You, you didn't, your mom didn't use big words? <laughs> no, she didn't. <laughs> she did wear makeup, though. Well, and she encouraged my sister and I to do as well. So uh, I come from a very makeup positive family. I used to sit and watch her well, do her makeup all the time. My mom and, could wear makeup. I just had a dad that was like, nope. Not going to wear it. What would happen if you did? Are you a harlot? Are you going to hell? No. It was... No. My mom was pagan, so there wasn't... It wasn't going to hell. Um, The... uh, My dad was just like, no, you're too pretty without it, blah, blah, blah. But they... More restriction being granted. I stayed a lot of time. I spent a lot of time reading and in my room. Well, what men don't understand is makeup is to enhance your beautiful features that you have or to be a complete fantasy as well. When I was 11, my measurements were 36C at 11, 24, 36 hip. Wow. Yeah, at 11. And I stayed, you know, my boobs just got bigger in the butt. So it was crazy. I look, you know, May West <laughs> at 11. Should come up and see me sometime. And stopping me on the side of the road, offering me like, hey, but I was a real smart ass. I was very much like Jodie Foster and the Bad News Bears. 
only a reference. Old people are going to get Google it. You got Google. And so I was very, you know, and so this old man stopped and told me he would give me $20. Like, I guess he wanted a blowjob or whatever. He offered me some beer. I'm, I'm 11. And I was like, for $20, I wouldn't even let you take your pants down. And then ran. <laughs> <laughs> it was just like, it was, I was so scared. It was awful. But, and, you know, that was the olden days. Stories like that make me appreciate how ugly and fat I was as a child. And name nobody. <laughs> Nobody was, was messing with me. I was me. a tomboy and I always wore board, boy clothes covering myself up. Well, I was until I, you know, became a lady, became a woman or whatever, and then the switch flipped. But Gail, why don't you introduce our guest? Oh my God, I'm so excited. <laughs> our guest is a amazing makeup guru. She is insta famous. She, I, I am so impressed that I know somebody that's a for real influencer. <laughs> it's <laughs> Luna Faye Beauty. Boop, 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 Yay! <laughs> I know she turned me on to you. She goes, you should really should go look at my friend Kayla and look at her stuff. And then once I did, I saw a couple of pictures. Like, okay, I'm obsessed <laughs> because I. I don't know what kind of style you say you have, but when I look at you, I see like a bohemian goth. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. I kind of just do whatever I want, honestly. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Is that how you would describe your style or just yeah. a little bit of everything? Just a little bit of everything. I, I've I've been doing it for so long. I can do, you know, softer, more natural looks or whatever. Um, now that I'm in my 30s, I do I have to do a lot more like natural skincare stuff just because my skin's changed but and I do heavy glam I did a goth look the other day um today I'm obviously wearing pink (laughs) you know it's just kind of whatever I'm feeling on a day-to-day basis I love that how did you get started um back when I was pregnant with my second daughter I had really really bad perinatal depression and I just was sitting around one day and I was like look I gotta do something for me and um and makeup's always been something that I like I like uh but I never really like dove into it doing more creative the more creative side to it I didn't know that YouTube gurus were a thing or whatever so I just kind of started watching YouTube videos I started slowly ordering makeup and just kind of sitting around playing around with it and eventually uh people started noticing they're like hey you should you should start an Instagram page and you should be on YouTube and I just kind of dove into it and just kind of found my style along the way from there I love it. I think, yeah. I think she coined the phrase granny goth. I did. (laughs) Grunge granny goth. Yeah. Okay, I can totally see that. Which I totally love because she was pairing, uh, you know... As I'm telling Kayla's story for her while she's getting ready. Yeah, yeah, well, bitch, please. She's super close to her grandma, you know, um, and, and at that time, and she can tell you about that, but she's always had that kind of enjoyed uh, vintage a lot of vintage and I do. things like that she's a thrifter as well so we can talk about that yeah so I'll stop telling her story for her <laughs> but talk about your grandma talk uh, about your influences <laughs> my my granny Brenda she she passed away whenever I was 14 and we were really really close we were constantly going to 
thrift stores, flea markets. And, you know, while she had, she had wigs, she loved wigs and she, and she had, you know, that, she had that Elizabeth Taylor diamond type glam about her too. Yes. Yes. <laughs> she had a big box full of costume jewelry that she gave to me, like the big, huge, chunky em- costume emerald looking things. And that's just what she liked. And, uh, and that was what she liked in her free time was thrifting, doing whatever she wanted. She was also a seamstress. So she made her own clothes. She made everyone's clothes, a very creative, funny, free spirited woman. And, I, I always loved her and I always loved her, her spirit for just doing whatever she wanted. I think it's awesome. Do you think if there was no shame uh, connected with it, do you think she would have been a burlesque dancer? I think that if she... <laughs> <laughs> I think that if she felt like she could, she definitely probably would have. <laughs> she, she, was a, she was a funny a funny woman and she was tall Italian she knew how to cook she knew she knew herself fully and I I've always just felt a really deep connection with her I see her a lot in my dad too it's just she's always been around with me it's so wonderful that reminds me of my granny my granny's just like that not Italian (laughs) but from Robertson (laughs) County Tennessee Orlinda but seamstress we used to go thrifting all the time. Uh, the wigs, I remember having to go with her every friggin' Saturday to get her, what are those things called? The, the, like the half wig that they put in? The wiglets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they, they you know, and they'd wiglets. have, she did, this was the 70s, so you'd have the mm-hmm. big, huge beehive hair, but it was always, you had that one wig that would stick all the way up on top. Yes. <laughs> Some people call them falls, but they're Maybe that's it. The yeah. only I mean, thing I can imagine is Amy Winehouse. I don't know. <laughs> Whenever you say, like, beehive hair. Yes. She, she did. Amy probably, her stylist gave her the closest thing to classic beehive. Yeah. Beds, which I totally love. I do, love too. <laughs> yeah, I love Amy Winehouse. Uh, tragic an angel very mm-hmm. <laughs> yes <laughs> but uh, oh as a matter of fact while we're talking about famous people shout out to Dolly Parton and her birthday. Woo, woo, happy birthday Dolly oh, we love Dolly her Parton. I just want to mention to everybody out there that I got to meet her yeah you did <laughs> and uh, and I was in the group photo with her yeah, I saw. Now, I do have several <laughs> friends that will one-up me and be like, oh, well, we got to go on her bus, and we got to have, like, personal pitches with her. Okay, that's great. That's awesome. You're awesome. You know who you are. You're still awesome. But <laughs> that, is, that is awesome. I used to cut her brother's hair for a really long time, Randy. That's my claim to fame. And she pointed at me at a parade one time and said I had pretty eyes. <laughs> I went up you there. She went like that and went like that. And I was like, and I just did a point and then I did both my fingers up my eye sockets. My mom used to tell me that she lived on the same street that we lived on back in Porter Wagner days. Oh, nice. And uh, that she used to ride a scooter up and down our street. And mom said that you always knew that it was her because of her boobs. <laughs> but, 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 but. Whether that story's true or not, I don't know. But <laughs> it, That's awesome. She, she does not look like Dolly. I think we could pick her out now. But she, she used to go anonymously shopping and things in, yes. in Sevier County and around. And people didn't know who she was without her wigs and all that. She's so tiny, though. She's so tiny. I, was, I think that I would be able to pick her out. She's very petite. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Very, very tiny. 
Yes. So it's pretty cool. Uh, she's an awesome, awesome lady. I want to be a Dolly Parton capitalist. <laughs> I still believe in capitalism. Not necessarily consumerism, but I, would, I still like the idea of making my own money and trying to amass my own wealth. But give give away a lot of it. Yeah. We should do the lottery. It's over like $500 million right now. Daddy bought me a ticket. Did he? I might have to go tomorrow and get one. Numbers, and then he dropped one of the numbers, which made me sad because of Powerball, because it's different. I don't know. Back in the day, when I, I don't ever play the lottery. Like, I have a better chance of finding a ticket on the ground, but, you know. If Gail or I, either one, win the lottery, you probably will not see this show ever again, because we will both leave. <laughs> I yes. I still do a podcast. Would you? Yes. I love, this is what I want to do. We could do one where people write us letters and ask us for money, and we give money in the most outrageous ways. I would like a $60 video game. Okay, here you go. Exactly. Yes. Will you buy me Animal Crossing? Absolutely. Absolutely. There, was, there, was, there is a millionaire that went and did that, just random gave people money for whatever. But yeah, that's... I, and I would just anonymously drop money you, to people's what places. What would you do if you won the millions? If you won the jackpot, what would you do, Kayla? Leave. <laughs> Told you. Leave. Leave. <laughs> Uh, wait, I have like a master plan for it. And Do you? Start a, yeah, start an LLC. And then instead of giving the kids a lump sum, I pay them a lifetime salary under my LLC. Because I already think like a billionaire, you know? Yeah. And instead of paying taxes to the government, I will give it away to people that could actually use it instead of having the government dole out whatever, padding their own nest and giving it away to people in other countries or whatever and whatever i would just you know well my fam my, my pl- i have a plan my family would be taken care of of course my friends who are really my friends <laughs> not gonna, just the ones more family pop out the woodwork yeah they're all dead i'm going to open a bdsm community center here do, wait, wait, like, like they're going to play basketball in the community Maybe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> basketball. <Yes>. BDSM. <laughs> BDSM basketball. <laughs> Someone just yanks your leash, <laughs> throws yes. you on the ground. I'm telling you, it'll be awesome. <laughs> it'll be awesome. <laughs> Try that three-pointer. <laughs> I'll open up my BDSM bed and breakfast. Yes, oh, it'll all be BDSM. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm still thinking of having a basketball game. <laughs> no. <laughs> the only Someone thing just I... comes out with a flogger. <laughs> God, so I, I think you should already be together the bed you don't need to win the lottery on your bed and breakfast i think you should already that takes money money i don't have you can get investors ding ding dong just get a bunch of pay pigs to give you the money pay pigs pigs. we got a new phrase now yes (laughs) who wants to be my pay pig (laughs) then we can play basketball right so how do you identify um do you that's one of the questions we ask everybody, actually. And my sexuality? All of it. We want to know everything. Currently, I am no one sexual, but... Oh, okay. 
sexual. Repulsed by sex. That happens after you've been married. So, okay, I'm sorry. Like, I hate that's that's the part your mom doesn't tell you about at the wedding night. It's like, well, one day you're going to be completely repulsed by this person. (laughs) Repulsed by everyone but myself. And but no, I do identify as bisexual. Nice. Yeah, but kind of more. You know, I don't really care about like labeling my sexuality. I like who I like. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah. I think the kids call it pan nowadays. Yeah. You know, they I don't I, really matter. Yeah. I mean, like if you call me pansexual or bisexual, it doesn't offend me either way. So yeah. Thanks. Cool. Thanks for not being offended about everything. I'm constantly doing old people shit. And one, of those, one of those things that I'm a particularly great at lately is offending people. I don't, you know, just my very presence in life. That's not true, but okay. Uh, yeah, I feel that energy. So I take on way too many. Okay, I want to talk a little bit more about makeup because I do love the look that you're going for and I want to incorporate some of that into my looks um tell me about your do you have a piercing right here yeah it's a well it's double nostril piercing and then I just have a chain connected that is between fucking both adorable thank you <laughs> I love that so for people that she's got a double it's in both sides of her nose but then she's got a little chain that goes across her nose mm-hmm. and then you have a septum i have a septum and then i have a bridge piercing okay my daughter just got a septum I've my had, youngest one i've had it for so long i forget i have it sometimes what are your some of your favorite products that you like to use i know you probably got sponsors and you're probably <laughs> I obligated do. to say some things but no. some things things that you really cannot live without uh well i like right now, I am sponsored by uh, ColourPop, uh, but I do genuinely love their products. I like that they have uh, an affordable price point. Anyone can afford them. They have a huge range of products. You can buy anything off of their site that you need. But also, I have a really big passion for indie brands, uh, smaller smaller businesses, uh, smaller brands. I've been uh, a huge lover of Notoriously Morbid for a long time Ooh, i love their, their brand products. i have an i do have an affiliate code with them but i mean it's not something that i'm obligated to to talk about it's, it's out of like genuine i really love their brand and i love alternative goth indie brands that's where my passion really is with makeup is supporting smaller artists more than bigger brands while i am obligated to work with bigger brands because they do pay my rates and everything i like a lot of a lot of brands a lot of products were you sad when Kat Von D sold out? Uh, uh, no. Oh, <laughs> oh, man. That's a that's a rabbit hole in itself. <laughs> I knew it was very controversial. That's why I'm trying, I'm trying to stir the makeup pot. You know, I... Uh, I'm always someone that tries to remain logical and not always be in my feelings and offended whenever everyone else is offended. But she's kind of cuckoo, dude. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. That's, but that's my, that's a whole other thing. I think, you know, sometimes a lot of ink. Is it all the adrenochrome? Maybe or lack of. <laughs> It's a joke, people. I don't want you coming after me. I don't know anything about Camp Von D. Listening to you know, you drink the (laughs) Kool-Aid with adrenochrome, adrenochrome. But I know that there was some sketchy stuff with her, like 
was there some Nazi stuff I, like that? Or is it my memory that Apparently right? in her past, she gave a very anti-Semitic note to another artist at her shop. Okay. And her her ex-fiance is has been outed as a neo-Nazi. And I don't, I'm not one that really tells, that says, oh, because you were, because apparently that relationship was really toxic and he was abusive anyway, so I'm not going to define a woman by her ex. I'm not going to say, well, he was a neo-Nazi, therefore she's Lord, a neo-Nazi. if we were all defined by our ex, we'd be <laughs> yeah, in trouble. I would, I would be in trouble, so I'm not going to go down that route. But at the same time, she didn't say that she was innocent of, you know, writing an anti-Semitic note and signing it with her name and giving it to one another artist so yeah i i'm very we're in america and so that's what sucks you you know you don't know how much when you're looking at punk and punk lifestyle and anti everything i mean i do not have any tattoos so or swastikas or anything like that around you know what i mean it's like however in america you, you know, your government can't jail you for things like that. Now, right, yeah. Crimes or whatever. Yeah. Like you can still be a douchebag. Uh, I think that a lot of people um, see symbolism and things like that or whatever. It You know, for a long time, even Hollywood, everything, even though uh, they claim that Jews own Hollywood or whatever, a lot of people were very anti-Semitic. Like, haha, just like when you find out things that people have said for a long time are incredibly problematic and racist or whatever you go yeah that's not really cool that's part of your evolution but there was a time when anti-establishment punk was about shocking and being super shocking right so i don't know how what i'm not 16 year old you is totally different than 36 year old you right and if it's not yeah. you have some mental issues and and are incapable mm-hmm. of growth so at that point i don't know do we put you down like a dog or whatever but there are a lot of people that are have stupid ideas that are very stupid and pieces of trash so yeah i don't i'm not advocating this i'm just saying like we're getting we're getting smarter, I think, as we go along and, and a little bit more mindful of stuff like that, how we want to be in, you know, however many years ago that was. Is, I don't know. It's not okay. Is the makeup influencer world, <laughs> <laughs> is it as toxic as any other kind of community like the burlesque community, drag uh, comedy. <laughs> it can be. Uh, I see it a lot. People will say that the makeup community is the most toxic community because it is such a, on the surface, it's a superficial type industry. Everything revolves around how you look. <laughs> and But at the same time, if you dive too far into that toxicity, play into it too much and don't surround yourself with the artists and the people that are actually positive influences, then it's going to only be as toxic as you make it. I don't, while I do like, I like drama. Like, I love Jeffree Star drama. It is my favorite drama to talk about. I was going to bring that up, too. Like, I'm I'm a little bit obsessed right now with the whole Kanye, Jeffree Star kind of thing going on. Like, I I love entertaining drama, but I don't become obsessed with it. And I, I just kind of, you know, 
watch what I say and not like to where I'm like walking on eggshells with people just exude kindness positivity and stay in your own lane mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah I do think the Kanye Jeffree Star thing is hilarious um the memes that have came out of that are my favorite thing <laughs> and again I know I talk about South Park every week but again they freaking called it we just need to start trashing our tarot decks and stuff and just start yes. only, <laughs> only watch the Simpsons and South Park and you'll get everything that you exactly. need to know they're all on the adrenochrome bunch of witches i get yeah i can see that if you everybody knows of quote toxic people in their community Mm -hmm. and you can either choose to work with them or you can choose to stay away from them um i'm of the latter i'll just choose to stay away from from people like that no um no dig for what you do, though, because a lot of those people are extremely talented. Yeah. I think the toxicity comes from competition. I think people look, compare, and feel competition. Mm-hmm. And one of the things with... Um, I've watched Kayla on her journey. So when I first uh, met you and, and did your hair, you she was not a makeup influencer. No. You know, she didn't... She's uh, just a regular old girl from Tennessee. Yeah. 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 She she did not, so I've watched her, and and one of the things that I can say, sitting back and looking uh, as a, you know, on the sidelines, is consistency. Consistency has been her greatest tool. Mm. Like, that's, I mean, out of all of the looks and everything, the fact that she did a makeup look and posted every single day you do you know? post every day uh sometimes it kind of just well i went two weeks without posting but uh it, if i have the free time to do it then i'll do it or if i have a, a brand commitment or i need to to do that but uh lately i've kind of more i used to do a makeup look every single day but i sat back from that and probably sometime last year and I was like am I doing makeup for me or am I just doing it to do it so then I started kind of cutting back a little bit and doing things as they inspired me as I wanted to so now I kind of post maybe like two to three times a week and I feel that my content has improved that way as well because I don't I'm not just posting the post yeah I would think that people would like that though because everybody loves the anticipation Mm -hmm. you know oh what is she going to post this week yeah that's why we do what we do as far as weekly goes Mm -hmm. is we don't want to there's a bunch of shit that we could talk about every damn day it's it's hard like because with instagram and twitter their algorithms are so freaking weird that like with instagram I started growing so quickly. I was like, well, if I, if I stop, if I slow down, I'm just going to start, I'm just going to stop growing. And then, but in, I realized that I was not growing as an artist. I was just posting to post and I wanted to grow more as an artist too. So, yeah, I, I do that as well. Like when I first started in burlesque, it was like every day, something about burlesque. And then I came to realize really, as I got older, nobody gives a fuck about what I think or what I do. (laughs) So just do it as, as the ideas come about and how that flows. Mm -hmm. Uh, Yes. I, I don't know. I'm excited to see Kayla evolve into uh, doing more tutorials 
Yeah. I really dig that you're um, posting tutorials now, and that's an awesome uh, jump, I think. I used to. I used to be on YouTube posting tutorials, and I got so burnt out (laughs) because it's also a demanding platform. It's a lot of competition. It's very oversaturated, but I am setting up a studio at my parents' house right now where I'm going to start dedicating a couple of days a week to creating tutorials and doing what I want to do and, uh, and start taking myself further as a, as an artist that's that's amazing like your eyes right now Kayla has an amazing cut crease <laughs> I feel like eyes. Minnie Mouse today it's like Minnie Mouse glam <laughs> it's so awesome I think it's just because it's pink it's and it has little little white polka dots oh yeah that's adorable <laughs> and I love when you first start drawing freckles are, those aren't your real freckles? No. What? I'm duped. I have a note on here that says, I love your freckles. And they uh, are fake. <laughs> Coming from a freckled person, I'm a little verklempt right now. <laughs> but My I'm loving it. It gives, it gives your look such great character that i absolutely love it It, i love my mom's freckles my mom has the most beautiful freckles and she's you know when she was younger she tried to cover them up and stuff and she has like a whole lot of freckles her and my brother both are like redheaded and just have beautiful freckled faces and i just i just can we hate them oh my god i mummified my face for many years with max factor pan stick makeup because you didn't because you didn't like your freckles I i look like a freaking mannequin like that's how my makeup People would come up to me and touch me to see if I was real. And I'd be standing out places. It was weird. It was super weird. I actually have one of those Max Factor foundation sticks somewhere. I, I need to do like an 80s glam. Yes, please. Yes, but your whole face would be covered. And Just, Leah, yeah, it has to look like, plastic. Yes. If shipping and everything wasn't so bad, I would order it from London and use it again. I would only need like a lit smidge. One stick would probably last me two years now. I bought it because some influencer on YouTube used it. And of course, you know, cameras play tricks and her skin looked so pretty. And then I got it and I was like, this smells like plastic. It's, it's like literally has pure beeswax in it, or it used to. I don't know. They could have changed the formula. When they sold it in America, it had beeswax, and uh, but it was a complete total cover stick. Yeah, it is. Like it still cake, is. It still <laughs> exists. I think that got it off eBay or something. That's, well, it might have been old because they haven't sold it in America for like 10 <laughs> 10, 15 years. Somebody it's got dementia dust on it. You just gotta blow off the dementia dust and go on. Somebody pick that up out of their granny's bathroom. And just put it on eBay and I was like, yeah, I'm yes. gonna, gonna do it. I've got some extremely aged Estee Lauder makeup up here. And I'm like, I wish they still had these colors though. They were bomb. <laughs> so. I bet they do though. I bet they still got those colors in, in just a different... Estee Lauder hasn't changed their brand in like 20 years. I bet they still have them. Oh, this is from like 1985. <laughs> you can literally. I mean, oh, don't, don't remind me. That it's 2021 and not 2000. <laughs> <laughs> right? Fucking Correct. old. I still think 1983 was, you know, just a few years. <laughs> I'm like, I missed the whole entire 2000s. I don't even know how. That was the year you graduated? 83? Yes. Yeah, that's why. 
Yeah, it seems like. Uh. I look at 90 and go, well, 90 wasn't that long ago. It was ago. 10 years ago. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah. No, it's 30, 30. years ago. <laughs> yes. Correct, Amanda. I love your eyebrows. Thank that's you. That's one of the... Um, when I look at your pictures, it's the first thing I'm drawn to. Are they, um, are they real? They're are my they... eyebrows. I used to <laughs> shave half of them off, but recently I just kind of let them grow back in. So this is this is my eyebrows. <laughs> so they're not accentuated anything, or do you do you I, fill them in at all? I do. I just I brush them up with. Uh, I've been using a gel, and then I just kind of fill them in where they need to be filled in, and that's it. Um, I don't know if you know this or not, but somebody said that my eyebrows are like the Arnold Schwarzenegger and Danny DeVito of twins. <laughs> oh, no, I like your eyebrows. I, I like the shape of them. She just did them last week. <laughs> she gave me a bunch of shit over. Well, one of them's healthier than the other. Like, meh. They're supposed to be, you know, sisters, not twins. But yours are twins. They're Danny DeVito and Schwarzenegger twins. <laughs> it was so bad and you know so, the other night I did a show and a lady in the bathroom young girl complimented me on my cut crease on my makeup and I looked in the mirror and I was like oh, oh my gosh oh honey I said, I you're just not said, supposed to have that right I just, I just said thank you because I didn't have the kind of time to explain how wrinkles work <laughs> so, was, so I just took the compliment and went, but it was like oh yeah that's uh, thanks for making me relevant again. <laughs> <laughs> so not good. But. That's a thing, though. That's a th- that's that's a thing now. The is crease? the cut crease well, and close yeah, she's got one. Yeah. See okay. So it looks, you know, with old ladies, they put their makeup on and then our wrinkles go up, and then we that makeup's gone. <laughs> and wrinkle groove and it looks like but a this is what cut. this is what the kids want now is the yeah, cut crease is, the cut yes, crease it's actually right. a difficult it's it's like in the makeup olympics you get she would get high points unless you're old and then and then it just occurs yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so just wait kids you'll have your cut crease yes, soon you'll have to bring it back you'll have to get a young person to bring it back to make it relevant again I just like the wheel that goes around and around and around. It's sad I've been two or three turns now on that wheel. But can you tell me to your your skincare regimen? It's actually pretty simple. I just, I wash my face every night, of course, with, uh, I think I use like Vanny Cream face wash, nothing fancy, and moisturize at night, wake up, wash my face, moisturize again, and... <laughs> And just moisture, go. Moisture, moisture, moisture. Yeah, I have really dry skin, so I have to I have to moisturize it. That's the key. You're at a good age in your life right now for that because your skin is still glowing. You, I know you said you had dry skin, but you look very glowy right now. Thank you. A lot of it's just catering to my skin type. My, my makeup, too. Like A lot of the makeup I use, I don't use a lot of powder. I use a lot of cream products, so it kind of sits on my skin a little bit better throughout the day than if I was just, like, doing what 20-year-olds do, slapping powder all over my face. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's my babies. My babies have, they have acne, and there was a time there where they had to really cake stuff on and powder mm-hmm. stuff on. But now, uh, really since the pandemic, now they're just like, fuck it. I'm not going to 
adhere to your beauty standards. This is my face. That is my favorite movement right now in the beauty community is the fact that I see a lot of people with acne prone skin on Twitter and Instagram just say, you know what, this is my skin. It's normal. And you can either accept it or leave it. I love that. I don't. While I love like the the really flawless look and everything, I love people just embracing their skin, even if they have acne prone skin, if they're 20, 30 years old. I mean, it happens. I, I still get cystic acne on my, my jawline and stuff mm-hmm. as well. Yeah. Yes. Oh, I did. I'm, I'm 49. My skin has never looked as good as it does now. And I was just like my daughters. I had really bad acne uh, coming up. I had acne in my 20s and my 30s. People don't understand that when you have kids, your hormones are crazy and you'll get acne then. You know, it's not just a teenage thing. But once I've gotten older and I've realized some of my mistakes, like drinking too much soda, Mm -hmm. having too much sugar, um, cutting those things out, drinking more water, that my skin has really gotten better. Uh, Goat soap has really, goat's milk soap has really helped with my skin as well. So I just use that, a toner, and then moisturizer, and right. that's it. And that's really, that's what I think it is with skincare. You know, we're surrounded right now with consumerism. You know, you need this ingredient, you need that ingredient for your skin to look this young. You know, J-Lo has us all fooled thinking that she... <laughs> She doesn't get Botox. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you ain't fooling anybody, J Lo. You know, I, I had a terrible skin regimen, but the most amazing skin, and all I ever used for. 25 years was dial soap and olive oil. Literally, my mom, my mom, all she does is use Dove soap and she puts hydrocortisone cream on places that she needs to. That's all she does. I've never had acne. I think it's the antibacteria soap that helped with that because bacteria is a lot of the problem Mm -hmm. unless it's internal. But I did have. I have cyst issues. I'm I'm growing a friend right now out the side of my head. Right. You tell me your third eye is about to come out. So one right there. Yeah, my chakra is all aligned. I guess. But for years, and old school, the pink bottle, old school oil volet, and you know beeswax makeup. And when I took it off though, and when they stopped selling the beeswax, the that Max Factor brand, I swear, my face ended up being like when they opened the arc on, <laughs> on Indiana Jones. <laughs> 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 I was like, holy shit. This is wrong on so many levels. So, it was a rude awakening. And then I had to invest in better, a few better products. But uh, glycerin, I mix glycerin with my moisturizer, vegetable glycerin. And it's a natural, it holds in moisture in your skin, and uh, but don't put it in your hair, because if you don't have the right amount, it actually has a drying effect on your hair. So. Well, thank you, PhD. Yeah, I am. <laughs> I am a PhD. I'm a professional hairdresser. <laughs> How's your life? How's your home life? What's going on? <laughs> really dish. We're excited about the makeup, but if we want people to listen, you got to give us some gossip. <laughs> It doesn't have to be anything, you know, it can be kind of benign gossip, but we need, we need to dish. On my life? Right now, I'm just kind of in an in-between phase, trying to figure out where I'm, (laughs) where I'm going with myself. we drop some baggage? We dropped some some people who weren't on the up and up? Yep. Did we have to get rid of some, some things? Yep. 
I am. Ooh, that happens in your 30s, too. Are you empowered? I am. I'm so excited. I'm, I'm so excited and proud of you for taking the next step and doing your thing. Do you feel you could be further along in your influencer career uh, if you weren't hindered? Yeah, I do. And, you know, it's not one of those things like where he told me that I couldn't do this or I couldn't do that. It was just the, the lack of empowerment, the, the actions that didn't actually follow with the words and yes. making me feel like I was going to fail in that I didn't, I just, I lost so much of myself. I lost so much of the, the, the bitch ass attitude that my, my parents raised me with the one that was like, you know, I'm going to do whatever I want when I want, how I want to do it with who I want to do. And, uh, so now I'm just trying to, I'm scrambling, of course, (laughs) preparing because that's how I am. I'm, I'm a logical person. I like a plan. And, When's your birthday? <laughs> November 15th. I am a typical Scorpio. Woo! <laughs> Scorpio. Yes. So, yeah. I was born on Jeffree Star's birthday. <laughs> but I am the better Scorpio. That's foreshadowing. <laughs> Wait now. <laughs> no, I, I love all my Scorpio friends. I don't, I'm not one of those that hates We're on my, a good other, bunch. my sign. People yeah. give us a lot of shit, you but. Fine as a Scorpio that you tend to have more friends that are Scorpios. I do. I do. I, I love Scorpio women. They exude such sexual, mysterious energy that I just want to be around. Yeah, we're all sluts. <laughs> yeah, we, sure. we're all hoes. We are. <laughs> make the best prostitutes. That's because they're they're all... Libras are so pretty. We don't give it away just to anybody. We've got some standards. Yeah, we have high standards. Because we know... (laughs) Scorpios know that they can get themselves off better than anybody. That's where I'm... That's my transition right now. Yeah. Who can fuck me better than me? (laughs) Right? It's both a challenge and a statement. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. I think that's going to be Brandy's new mantra as well. Fuck have, around and find out. I'm going to have her necklace made. You can fuck me better than me. Question mark. Hashtag. Challenge and statement. It's true, though. It's true. And, and, I find that as I've gotten older and the more that I've said fuck it, that my caliber of partners has gotten better and has accelerated. He or she or whoever that compliments you and puts you at your best is out there. Right. They are, definitely. We were just discussing earlier, Brady and I, uh, I had read... I, I don't know. It was probably an Instagram or twi- Twitter guru. I have no idea. But um, I read a statement that said, you know, women, young girls especially, just realize that the wrong person will severely hinder your trajectory for life. Yes. And so um, being with the wrong person, if you're adjusting your goals, your dreams, whatever you want for another person... Unless you've gone in and said, wow, this is the really talented person of the bunch and I want to support them 100%. If you're a support person, be be the best support person. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that. But if you have dreams, if you have goals and things that you want to achieve, the person that you're with 
you should, if you're looking out a window, you guys should be looking out the window together mm-hmm. in the same vision. You shouldn't be looking two different directions exactly. or any of that. And and also, go when you're together, reevaluate these goals. Mm-hmm. And but you should have a support person. You should not be expected to walk the tightrope without a net. Right. You know, and and I, I don't want someone to. I I, I love supporting people. I, that's what I want a partner. I want to support a partner, and I want the. But I, what I need is someone to meet me in the middle emotionally. I've been made out to be that I'm close-minded. That you know, the most recent thing was you know I wasn't open to being in an open relationship and I'm none of those things I'm an open-minded person I'm a fun person sexually emotionally but we about to get into uh, something here but uh (laughs) but whenever you but what he never understood is that I need communication and if you're not giving me communication and you're not meeting my needs emotionally why would I meet your needs physically yes now, I know, because I get like, ah, ah, I'm hulking out here. You are. You're like Harambe. You're you're about to jump out of I the freaking so zoo. Upset because here's the deal. Like, you don't get to just stroll in after you've been fucking around with everybody, and you're in your relationship vibrational hum is that you're crazy. You know that I'm not doing anything. I'm fine. You're the nothing that. You're wrong. We're just friends. Whatever. Whatever Mm -hmm. bullshit story. Knowing that... And you just know. And that your home is off in your relationship. And then they've gaslit you so long. And then they come in and say, oh, because it's cool now. We're poly now. You know? We're going to bring somebody else in. Yeah. And it doesn't work like that with me. Like, I never... I don't want perfection. I know that in relationships, especially long-term ones, you grow and evolve with people, but growth and change are not the same thing. I'm not going to keep changing myself, changing what I believe in, and then have you constantly tell me that, you know, whenever I say, hey, are you actually, is this, do you like her more than just a friend? And you tell me no, and then I find out that that's not true. And then you tell me that I need to stop looking in your phone, or I need to stop being so crazy, or I'm I'm negative. (laughs) (laughs) And eventually I just, I started believing that about myself and I just completely shut myself off from everyone. Do they go to a school? Do they like sit them down when they're like 14, 15 years old and they go, okay, this is how you treat women right here. Yeah, whatever you do, just lie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? No matter what happens. Lie. It's shaggy. It wasn't yeah. me. It yeah. It wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> do they do that? If you do that, if you own a school like that, please come talk to me because I would love to talk to you about your uh, curriculum. And yeah, call you a dumb a bitch. Fact, I'll start, I can't be on this podcast, but I'll start a whole other one. Yeah, just we'll start just for men. There. Yeah. Just for men. Men who wanted to be on Gavin Girl Time. <laughs> this is the only way you can do it. <laughs> Gavin with guys time is what we're going to call it. Now, I don't know your situation. I don't know you, but I would imagine it is extremely difficult when you have children with that person. It is. That you're... It is, but at the same time, like, I'm so mentally exhausted and I'm just ready to move on that I'm... What I feel right now in terms of, because it's, it's not one of those situations where, you know, he did everything. I, I'm a Scorpio. I'm spiteful. I know I am. My hands aren't clean. I have to get, at the end of the day, I have to do what's best for them. Mm-hmm. So I'm exactly. keeping it as civil as I can. And I'm not bringing up any, you know, any, 
either neither of us are going to bring up anyone's dirty laundry because it's it's done it's in the past i can't go back and change anything and i'm not going to because i have three kids out of it i have Mm -hmm. three three kids to take care of and they're they're what matters to me so as long as children are not responsible for their parents choices right and i'm not going to tell them i'm not going to tell them anything i mean they Mm -hmm. they pick up on my energy and stuff Mm -hmm. they've been worried about me because i'm i'm human i'm gonna i'm adjusting i'm feeling what i need to feel and i'm actually processing everything that's happened to me for a decade of my life so it's i'm everywhere all Mm -hmm. all day long i can't listen to matchbox 20 around my children without them being like are you and bill okay Mine's just been deaf tone, so I'm just horny and sad. <laughs> I watched you change. <laughs> <laughs> I can love me some deaf tones. They do. That's so funny. I've just, I feel relatable to Kayla. Uh, yes. I've lived her journey. <laughs> my music, when I was going through all mine, was Seether. Oh, yeah. oh my god <laughs> if I put on Seether I'm just gonna get on Tinder <laughs> and I'm just gonna fuck around and find out just, yeah, it's so funny whatever music made you tingly <laughs> that, was, that, that was the sad that was the sad uh <laughs> the sad breakup divorce music though yes. was yes. <laughs> candle box <laughs> that's a little high school for me cool. uh, yeah well I, I like to relive the 90s you know <laughs> Mary J. Blige yes yes oh yeah any soul you might as well yeah I, I that's a char- I don't know though you'll take them back if you listen to too much you gotta be careful <laughs> Because there's a lot of forgiveness in soul music. And it's like, oh, you know, like, I know you've been fucking around, but that dick's so good. Come on back. At least a day. This is the last time. (laughs) Dickmatized. I know I can. And I know that this person wasn't all bad. Like, I no. know him. And I don't think that any of... First of all, I don't think you just stay with bad. No, you know? it wasn't one... It was just one of those things that just wasn't going to work out. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you're not... If we're not on the same path, we're not on the same paths. And I was just constantly bending myself to one path that really wasn't what I wanted. Yes. And it's really, just really not good for your children. No. Really not. Because all your children want is to see you happy. Yeah. And if they constantly see you just sad all the time and depressed and no hope, I guess, that gives them no hope. Right. Um, so I, I think, totally agree. Yes. I think Gail's the one that told me, and it really stuck with me because I have three daughters. Your daughters learn their first lessons in loving themselves from their mother. And that's something that stuck with me because, I mean, I learned a lot of what I know about self-love from my mom. So why wouldn't I, why wouldn't I show that to my daughters, even though it's really hard right now? You, you know? fancy now, Gail. Kayla <laughs> gets rant, you know. We've all gotten the rants by Gail. I mean, that night I was a wreck, but talking to to Gail really helped me. Honestly, it it were it it helps sometimes. The mom 
the mom antenna goes up and it's like, oh, hold on. I know all your friends are like, fuck him, turn him on and all this and just because I don't, I don't want it to, I don't want it to be like that. Because like I said, I've, I've done shit too that I regret, and yeah, nobody's perfect. Nobody's perfect. So I'm not gonna sit and victimize myself because I, I know my, my, the things I need to change to move forward, and the things that I need to work on within myself. But whenever you're with someone and you're just not on the same page in that growth, it's just. It just crumbles. Or they refuse to. They yeah, or they refuse to. Yeah. You know, it's sometimes yeah. you gotta fire people when they're not putting in the work. <laughs> but it's hard because I think the hardest thing was the fact that I've been a stay-at-home mom for eight years. <laughs> well, and one of the things that we talked about, uh, because this is how it worked for me, I wasn't happy for a very long time in my marriage. I was married for sixteen years, and uh, the thing was though is I knew 100% I could trust him with my children he wasn't going to abuse our children right. I didn't have mm-hmm. to worry about revolving door dating and is somebody going to take advantage of my kids or right. hurt them in any way and <clears throat> having a father in the house was more important to me even though he was a shitty husband like you know having a yeah. dad in the mm-hmm. house sometimes is better Right. and you go you know what I can do this I love my kids more than I hate him. Right. As long as it's not too bad. But it you don't realize the erosion that happens with you and your personality yeah. when you are when you're putting on a happy face every day and not living authentically. And we've been kind of conditioned to that as women to just kind of put on a happy face and, and keep going. Yeah. And then they stop prescribing us Valium <laughs> and it got a lot harder and I have to just I'm just stuck in my own head <laughs> yes <laughs> whereas if they legalize weed you could probably put up with a lot more nonsense exactly on the reg. but still it's you know it's very hard to not live an authentic life yeah and I think that you do a disservice, especially to your children, mm-hmm. by not doing it. And if it's if it's by myself for a long time, it's by myself. It's just one of those things I got to figure it out and start. I'm not. Instead of viewing myself as empty, I view myself as a blank canvas. Absolutely, very good. That was <laughs> two weeks ago. I was like, I'm empty. I'm nothing. You're I'm an not, etch a sketch, though. <laughs> like you honestly, you can draw whatever you want, and then yeah. if. If it doesn't suit you, shake it out. You know, start all over. A few weeks ago, I was I was devastated. I thought my world was ending. I was like, I can't do this. I'm gonna fail. I'm gonna fail my kids. I'm not gonna be able to do this. And because I kept viewing myself as empty, because I had poured myself into someone that wasn't pouring themselves back into me. And I just woke up one day and I was just like, fuck this. I'm a blank canvas. I have my foot in so many doors. I can just pick one. Or all of them. <laughs> or all of them. I can do whatever yes. I want. Well, and I, I definitely, one thing that I think you'll find once you're away from the situation a little bit more is that you're, A, you're not alone. You're not ever going to be alone. Yeah. I have my kids. I have my family, my friends. And uh, you'll find out that although you might be by yourself for a while, you're less lonely than yeah. you ever were over the last five years. <laughs> mm-hmm. And that's going to be the thing that just really, it's going to hit you one day in the shower and you're going to, you'll feel free, but you might have a grief like, oh, wow, why didn't I do this sooner? Right. Or I grieve that time that I lost, but don't because you still had, you know, someone that he loved the girls, mm-hmm. you know, you had good times. You mm-hmm. remember those good times. 
you don't have to vilify them. Yeah. But you you don't have to accept that narrative for yeah. your life either. Mm-hmm. So. And going forward, I know everything I don't want in someone. <laughs> mm-hmm. And guess what? That's going to change as well in 10 years. Yeah. The whole idea is to communicate and grow mm-hmm. with someone. Right. And then sometimes you're going to realize, I had somebody one time tell me, and I think this was the most, like relationships, we all think 50-50. Sometimes though, it's 100 right. and zero. Right. And But when you're looking at a person, more than likely, you're going to love everything about them, but there's going to be 10% mm-hmm. that you go... Is this a 10% bullshit that I can deal with right. forever? Everybody's got 10%. Yeah. At least. At least. Right? Mine's, mine's more 75-25. But, well, there you go. But, but 75%, that's really, really yeah, fucking a, that's good. That's still a good percentage. Yeah. A lot of people are happy with 50-50. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, but there will be stuff in, in that you'll decide for you, nope, that's a hard no. It's a hard limit, and I'm not dealing with this shit. Yeah. And move on. Right. there will be somebody else... <laughs> That'll be okay. Or that person will love you so much that they'll say, you know what? I'm going to do everything in my power not to do that one thing that you hate. I, I know that I, if I survived this and came out the other side of it, I will absolutely walk out the door at the first red flag. <laughs> it gets so much easier. It's so much easier to buy bitch. I mean, yeah. you know, like it's so much. And the fact that now you can... I mean, Kayla, you're absolutely gorgeous. You oh, thank you. Dick like a taxi. Hey, hey, I need a dick here. And they'll be like, hello. hello. If you ever feel bad about yourself, just go to a home improvement store. And literally, you'll see like a Family Guy style musical play out about you with men coming over. Would you like some penis today? I've got a lot of penis today. They're on those tall stair steppers flowing around. I would like to give you my penis. Every man that opens the door for you, that's his offer. Would you like some some penis penis today? Just See, that's online. Just know it. Can I read you this stupid message that I got the other day? Please. I got a message, too, but I forgot on what platform, so I was like, oh, yeah, I got some mail. It's fat life, you know. Somebody asked me about my gagging mail time. Like, I love that name. I bet you get a lot of messages. And I was like, huh, I don't really. You're, like, the first message. I'm not going to say his name. I'm not going to say who this is. Yeah, that's okay. So he's like, his first message is, this girl would be nice if she said hello. Talking to you? Yeah. <laughs> so the next message is, and I'm like, nah, I'm, I'm, I wasn't going to talk to you to begin with. But then it's, so, we meeting for dinner? <laughs> it's not my fault you're so cute. Talk to me, pretty. No, I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm really good. That's not really. a good opener. They think they're being cute and pithy. Yeah. And then they hit you with a dick pic after that whenever you respond. Well, that should be criteria. First, before I even talk to you, let me see that hog. You know? What if we just do that? You can't, you can't tell me hello until I've seen your dick. Yeah, yeah. let see. I'm a woman of a certain age. Dick pics are few and far between. Let me see that hog and we'll talk. Prince. Prince. I would honestly be okay if women did it too. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Maybe it's 
the hairdresser or whatever, <laughs> but I see boobs like all the time. Usually it'll be, they just were done. And then it's not only, hey, look at my boobs, but touch them too. Feel how real these are. It's like, oh. So I really okay. needed to become a hairdresser. <laughs> yes. Seriously. You can get anything you want, literally. You can have whatever you like. Talking about boobs, I had a mammogram today. Oh, my God. Yeah, the old-timey ones. They tried to get me to do the 3D one, and I was like, mm, I'm not paying did for that. You, did you Did you have Danny back up your tits this weekend so you could prepare for it? You could just lay out in the driveway with a boob there and have them run over? No, it was really weird. Like, I have small did boobs anyway. The and they smash it? And yes. And trying to tell you to get in there yes. fast. Yes, longer. she's going, okay, I need you to move up just a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. And I'm like, bitch, my titty is not that big. Big. Just oh squish. Just what squish. You gotta squish. <laughs> it's ridiculous. I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I think they've busted shit in mine before. <laughs> like, what? Did I just hear a bop? I don't, even, I don't even have fake boobs, but I'm pretty sure all those cysts are gone now. <laughs> Kayla, what's the future? The future? I have no idea. <laughs> Sure you do. You've got some goals. I'm, I'm sure that you're... Yeah, I mean, right at the moment, I'm focused on uh, getting my, my content where I want it to be to start doing tutorials, getting that all my financial ducks in a row so that I can keep uh, in my house. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, If we win the lottery, we're buying you a house, too. I'd, I'd really like to focus <laughs> this year, like at least this year, on myself. I want to, and you know, in, in within reason, I have three kids. I want to and within COVID restrictions too. I want to travel. I want to see friends uh, by myself. And I want to, I would, you know, honestly, I love to start making music again. I, I love to sing. I used to sing all throughout my childhood and into my twenties and stuff. And then I just kind of, I just kind of stopped because I stopped hanging out with people. Start that immediately. <laughs> yes. Immediately. Do you play instrument? Uh, no, I'm more of a vocalist. I mean, I can play a tambourine. I have a tambourine, but right? <laughs> Tracy, yes. it just kind of goes. It kind of goes with the bohemian vibe, I guess. Yes, I told you, she's my spirit child. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I raised her uh, on a different plane, in a different existence. You're one of my kids. I think I had like 45 on another. I'm one of the Duggars, but. My my choir teacher in high school, I, I quit choir and I started focusing on Latin because I, I did my audition and she told me my, my voice was too breathy. And, you know, then the older I got, I was like, you know what? My breath isn't, or my voice isn't breathy. It's just sexual. Yeah, <laughs> yeah she just, I guess that's another thing. Well, and the Your other voice is breathy. Is when... I'm, I'm an alto. I have a raspy, more raspy voice. Yes. I just I have, and you know, I, I got older and I was like, you know what? My voice, there's nothing wrong with my voice. It's just, I, I kind of just kind of put my sexual energy into my singing. Yes, do that immediately. It's amazing how much credit we give those teachers like that who tell us things. Like, I can remember my drama teacher telling me of things. And yes, it's brutal honesty, I guess. Mm -hmm. But it's also coming from someone I see like maybe hasn't accomplished that much in their life. If you're a high school chorus or drama teacher. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying that's your life. Go ahead and live it. But... 
I'm not going to necessarily take advice from you. Yeah, it was just the wrong setting. You know, I thought yeah. that choir was the only way that I could be, you know, a, a vocalist or whatever, because that's what we're kind of around is churches. That's what I started doing whenever I was eight years old. I started. I oh, you my, singing in church. I was singing in church, but it wasn't because I like going to church. I used that's to. How all stars are made. I, I used to wake myself up at you know 6 30 in the morning my parents didn't they weren't really into church at the time and my granny would come pick me up and she knew she knew dead ass that i was not interested in god <laughs> you just wanted to sing i just wanted yes. to sing so i was eight years old with my little tambourine that someone in the in the choir gave to me standing on a pew singing starting at eight years old and then i i just kind of got into the habit of choirs and taking on solos and stuff but i love i love singing i just haven't done it in so long Doesn't i've heard matter. that's how disney you gets totally them do it yeah well, i applied <laughs> to work at disney so i'd like to sing just raspy jazzy sexual type things and just kind of throw myself out there <laughs> well when you're ready to get back in she and i know plenty of people yes. who would be interested very much do in in having sing. you perform do it i do think i think that people that criticize other people and especially when you're shaping young minds i i think that a lot of uh, i think they need to have a class yeah on how to do it because although that might have been instead of being like well your voice is too breathy she could have said you know well you're an alto it's great you're sing- you're singing with a lot of breath and we can work with you right and and stop some of that right and give you an example and mm-hmm. then you would have been like yeah awesome yeah it's, it's instead, a criticism followed up with how can we improve on this yes mm-hmm. then then it's constructive mm-hmm. otherwise it's just whenever you're an impressionable teenager it would just tore me down because Correct. because everyone around me told me that I was, had a beautiful voice and that I and I love singing and I genuinely loved it and then suddenly I was just like did, did I suck all this time well, well, my, my best friend literally hates Adele's voice I love Adele. like Adele I know oh my god I love Adele's voice and she's just like ah it's awful so if she had been her teacher <laughs> she would have been like ugh you know your voice is terrible don't even try go kill yourself or whatever you know <laughs> <laughs> so, you please go kill yourself. <laughs> she, would, she would have never said that. I'm, I'm definitely being, you know, taking liberty and elaborate. She would never, but she just doesn't care for that sound, you mm-hmm. know, her her groove. And it's like, well, that's that's definitely some criticism. But okay, <laughs> Kayla, top three favorite products to use. Doesn't matter what. Go. Eyeshadow for one, that's what I love. Lashes. I'm probably that's probably the one thing that I'm known for the most is lashes. I love big giant lashes and yes. lipstick. You ever wore uh, paper lashes? <laughs> no, I haven't, but I'm very interested. I'd love to to I I know do people. another do another drag look and do some paper lashes. Follow Siren Santina okay. on Instagram and check out her drag and lashes as well. 
Yes. Uh, one of our friends, very talented, sings everything. <laughs> you need to connect with that connect. I have a couple of people who make paper lashes. Uh, I've gotten several from them. Uh, Raven Von Rowe and Cleo Taurus yes. in drag. I would follow them, follow them as <laughs> That's well. Names on I have a lot of people to follow. <laughs> well, yeah. you, don't, you don't follow very many, so that'll still be awesome, and they'll think that they're super special. Yeah, I was looking. You have, like, <laughs> what, 11,000 followers? You have oh, wait, 133,000. Oh, that's what I saw. 133,000. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. If she just gives us one shout out. We could be Joe Rogan. We could be the damn Joe Rogan podcast with one shout out from Kayla. We don't want to be Joe Rogan's podcast. It's the followers. I, I'm just saying. Yeah, we just, we do, no, we do want some followers. They'll be like, what? Well, where can we find you, Kayla? And we can find all this awesome stuff that we've been talking about. My Instagram is Luna Fay Beauty. That's where I post the most. And um, that's my that's my handle on Twitter as well as Luna Fay Beauty. Whenever I get have the energy for Twitter again. <laughs> God, amen for that. It's hard. I left it a long time ago. I broke up with Twitter years and years ago. I, I get some news from there, but I don't post on there very much. I just haven't. It's my. I've had like big head full of thoughts, but both empty at the same time. <laughs> so every time I get on Twitter, I'm like, I should say something. I'm like, no, no, I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> and I just put on Deftones again and go back into the hole. <laughs> I did. I posted one of their songs that I was listening to on Instagram, and I had a bunch of girls like, I feel you, girl. (laughs) We're horny and sad, too. We get it. (laughs) Horny and sad's Lana Del Rey, though. (laughs) Lana Del Rey's whenever you're you're horny and sad, and you want to fuck someone that's 60 years old. Oh. You're getting into the man that approached me in my department right there, the 60-year-olds. I'm still younger than them, so YOLO. Hey, Daddy. And I also feel like all of her music's based in California, so it's almost like cultural appropriation to listen to it. Where can we find your bitch-ass Gail? Oh, my gosh. Gavin Gail time on Instagram. Twitter, all the social medias, Gavin Girl Time on Facebook, like us, message us. Yeah, we haven't got any messages this week. Yeah. Man. And then I'm Gail Grantham in my comedy, and you can find me on Facebook too if you want, whatever. You know, this podcast, listen to me here. <laughs> I am Braddy Von Beaverhausen on Facebook that I don't really use anymore. I look at the first page. If it's not interesting, like I'll check my notifications, but whatever the first person is, if it's not interesting, I don't even scroll. I just Literally, click out. Just yeah. Check notifications and then Yeah, that's it. Out. That's it. I get out. I post something on Instagram and link it to Facebook. I like that whole you can do one thing and it goes everywhere. Oh yeah. And yes. Sweet is an excellent app for that. Oh, you have Linktree as well, don't you? I do. It's in my Instagram bio. That's where I keep all of my discount codes, affiliate codes with brands, and I have like the BLM 
uh, card information and stuff like that. Definitely go there because she does have some amazing discounts. I, on, yeah, I'm about to look yeah. at that wig discount. Yes, 30%. Yeah. 30% on the wig. And they're good wigs. And they also have a vast array of colors. That's a big thing, too. Like, the color makes all the difference. My wig my wig collection is absolutely ridiculous. I haven't pulled them out in a while, either. You should do... Uh, I don't know. Can you do a wig slightly used as a giveaway? I don't think anyone would be unopen to it. I think, you know, a wig's a wig. Sterilize <laughs> yeah. Peanut, sterilize. But at the same time, I don't feel comfortable doing that. But uh, I I want to do more giveaways this year. So I'll probably team up with some brands to keep doing them. I did two in the month of December, one with Too Faced and one with ColourPop. Very nice. I really like Too Faced and ColourPop. I like all the cosmetics that you use. <laughs> I can't, I don't feel at my age... I could walk around with your look, you know? Yeah. And we got to leave something for the young folks. You know, I can't appropriate everyone. I'm going to try it, though. I'm going to... For your drag and for... Um, Just for, for everyday life, going yeah, to Kroger. I see, I see pe- women of all ages embracing, you know, the, the colorful makeup and stuff in their own, you know, in their, their own way and the way that they feel that works for their face and stuff. And I love it. I love makeup at any age the way you want to do it if you want to wear blue eyeshadow up to your eyebrows do it yeah, right. <laughs> well that that was the rite of passage back in my day. i that's, still love it. How it worked out some some guy started i still in, wear blue eyeshadow some guy started an argument with me on uh, a blue eyeshadow post i did and he was like the mimi wants her look back and i was like um oh yeah from like drew carey and i was like did you did you come up with that joke yourself and he started coming at me calling me ugly and stuff and i was just like like, oh. That's all it took to get the ugly was me saying that it wasn't an original joke. <laughs> oh my, yeah, they're so insecure. And I was like, I, I wish love Mimi. Just inbox me, and then I'll go comment. <laughs> they they're not even worth it. It's just it's such weak energy. It's not you. <laughs> like, it's not you saying it, so you could be like, now play nice, and, you know, whatever, be nice, and then I can just be like, hmm. I feel like uh, neutering people today. <laughs> neuter, neuter, neuter. Chop, chop, chop. But yeah, I would have stalked them and just went. Half the time, whenever they do it, they don't even have their profiles on public. I would have went to Some... middle school. <laughs> you eat boogers. <laughs> derogatory comment anything that i get i'm just gonna put your mama that's it <laughs> just your every mama. single one of it your, yo, your mama and they I'm, keep arguing your mama your mama your mama <laughs> i'm rubber and you're glue whatever you say bounces off me and sticks to you <laughs> that should be it right there my favorite shut up stinky <laughs> yes Oh, you're gross. Gross. That's it. Gross. Yeah, just say it. Gross. I love whenever I see people do it on Twitter and they'll get a hate comment and they just reply with pee pee poo poo. Because <laughs> it's the most childish thing. Yes, but it's absolutely. so funny. You have to do that. You have to treat children like children. Like children. Yes. Ugh. I, I don't know. But if you're getting haters. You know, then you're making it. Like, yeah. I can yeah. say offensive stuff. We still don't get haters. I'm trying. <laughs> so, if you hate us, <laughs> please, please, please email email us, us at gabandgirltime at gmail.com 
or you can come to my TikTok and call me a Karen, which I don't understand. I'm like the furthest thing from Karen that there could oh, ever you can't be. Defend it, Karen. I'm a fucking Jennifer. <laughs> They're way worse. Oh, yeah. They don't even know. They're giving candy. You don't even know. They're Karens. And if you're still listening to us, gosh, we appreciate you so much. I do have I do have friends that give me little comments every week like, oh, I love this week's show or this week's show was terrible or gosh, you let Gail talk over you so much. I hear that from my friends, too. My friends are like, are you going to interview anybody? You know, <laughs> oh, that I take over yeah, for you? We both, both of our good. Of all, our friends are Team yeah. Gale, Team Jen. Do I expect any different? No, not at all. I would be disappointed if you were not Team Jen and Jen's friend. The neutral grounds are the people that know us both, and they're like, well, yeah, meh, bitch, please. She didn't say bitch, please. So that's on you. Oh my god, bitch. Please. Are you ready? Are Are you going to sing with us since you're a singer? Yeah, yeah, now you have to. I'll I'll try. No, you have to. Okay. Yeah, we're not giving out awards. I'm not going to aim for a award. You don't know that. Don't you dare say you're not ever going to whatever. I refuse. We're putting that out in the ether somewhere. I would be happy just drunk up on a stage singing. Well, well, here's the next best thing. Yes. <laughs> so, are we ready? We are. We thank you so much for listening to Gavin Girl Time. 